Welcome back to the Snowmobile Podcast. This is your host, Gordon Van. Today's episode, we're going to be talking with one of the top snow bike racers in North America, Yannick Boucher. Yannick is a uh, ex uh, sn- uh, snowcross racer, pro snowcross racer, and he uh, has uh, enjoyed success uh, as, in his transformation from uh, snowcross to uh, snow bike. So uh, he's been having a great year. He's uh, leading, uh, leading uh, points in CSRA, uh, second overall in the uh, ISOC series. And he just uh, completed uh, a win at Velcourt. And, uh, well, we can't forget about his silver medal in, uh, at the X Games this year. So he's been having a great year. We caught up with uh, Yannick on his, uh, on his way home from uh, Velcourt, where he won. And uh, so I hope you uh, enjoy this uh, episode. Uh, here's Yannick Boucher. First, a word from CKX Gear. CKX Gear is the manufacturer of the brand new Mission Helmet, and uh, you should check it out. Uh, I have one, and it's a great helmet. Uh, hope you uh, hope you all get a chance to check that out. So, here's Yannick Boucher. Discover the new CKX Mission Helmet, a helmet that redefines trail riding experience. Go for long rides at full speed without condensation and frost buildup thanks to the integrated AMS technology. Lightweight and featuring an aerodynamic sharp design. Experience the mission and go beyond the horizon. Yannick, how you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? Excellent, excellent, excellent. So you've put a ton of miles on so far this year. Um, how's that been going? Yeah, I've been. We've been doing uh, a lot of traveling from uh, from Ontario to Minnesota, Minnesota to Colorado, Colorado back to Iowa, and then now back to Quebec. And now I'm heading back to Ontario as we speak. So uh, yeah, definitely lots of miles on the road. But the racing, the racing has been really good. Yeah, yeah, that's that, 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 that's excellent. Um, okay, whereabouts do you live nowadays? So I, I, I'm I'm from Hearst, Ontario, so northern Ontario. If uh, if any of anyone knows where that is, but I'm uh, I'm living at uh, Derek Utley's from Fly By U's. From Fly By U, I'm living at out in uh, near Huntsville for the time being while I'm uh, doing this whole racing thing during the winter time. Yeah. So how does a guy from Hearst uh, get get, uh, get involved with? Uh, with, with snow bikes, uh, you, you have a motocross background, correct? Yeah, exactly. I I, uh, I do motocross as well during the summertime, and uh, I kind of got involved. I was I started doing uh, snowcross as well as motocross about uh, was about nine ten years ago, and um, three years ago uh, I got a call from uh, Stuart Hunt at Bailey Motorsports to give these snow bikes a try and. Uh, I put my sled aside and hopped on a snow bike, and uh, yeah, I've been having a blast on them ever since. Yeah, no looking back after that, I guess. Eh? Like, I mean, uh, going from uh, a snowcross racer to uh, really the top uh, snow biker in uh, in the North America. Um, so, you, you, you have a, a, a motocross a motocross background. How different is 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 a snow bike for you to, to, to race nowadays? I mean, we've seen such a progression. Uh, in in snow bikes over the past uh, really three years, um, how, how's the progression been been for you? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is really crazy how fast the progression is, is going. I mean, I got on them exactly three years ago, and uh, to this day, it's it's 
unreal the speeds were going now, the durability of the things and uh, the jumps and how we're, what, it, what we're able to do out on the track on them is, is pretty amazing. So it's cool to be part of it. And, uh, I mean, the motocross during the summertime for sure helps me out transition into the snow bike thing as well as my snowcross. The time I had on my snowcross definitely paid off to transition into the snow bikes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just got back, back from uh, Valcourt. How did, uh, how did, how did Valcourt go for you? Valcourt, Valcourt went really, really well. I mean, we got uh, we were supposed to race two days there, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Friday got it got canceled due to snow. It was snowing really bad. We couldn't even see it ten feet in front of us. So, so they had to shut that down. And uh, but Saturday went, went went well. I was able to win both my qualifiers and and the final there. So it, it was a really good weekend for us. Yeah, how's the, how does the uh, the uh, Valcourt's always been a, a huge racing. Uh, uh, fan base there. How are how are they? Uh, I mean, it's almost like they almost accept every any anything there. They have ATVs. They have motorcycles on ice. They have the side by sides on ice. Um, uh, they've had just about every kind of racing. How are they accepting the snow bikes? Yeah, Valcour is a isn't really neat event for that. You get you get all sorts of racing. Uh, so you get fans from from every aspect of racing i get to check it all out and now we uh it's awesome that they allow us snow bikes to participate in that event uh, it's an honor to, to race there every year and uh i think i think everyone is is really liking the snow bikes so uh hopefully they, they they keep us coming back every year yeah for sure um so um um the, the snowstorm on uh on on, on saturday uh, how bad was that it looked it looked, it looked pretty nasty there uh with, uh, I mean, you got you got a good foot foot or more uh, in a matter of hours. Uh, how, how bad? Was yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Friday, it was it was pretty bad. We got like a foot and a half, and uh, we uh, it started early in the day, and I was getting ready for practice, and we were heading out to the track, and we could barely see uh, ten feet in front of us. So, yet alone going out on the track and hitting jumps. So it we uh, they shut it down actually right before we we could head out for practice. So. I think it was probably a good call on their part. It would have been it would have been unsafe for for us to go out there and try to try to practice or even race. As a matter of fact, so I think it would have been dangerous. Yeah, the jumps were pretty big. It looked like, and uh, you know, white snow and uh, you know, glaring white snow on uh, on the jumps. You just can't see the definition of the jumps. Um, exactly. You know, you know, and you know, for taking off and and and, and landing. Um, seeing as 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 Valcourt's really a, a, a traditionally a a, a skidoo a skidoo town. Um, how, how well are, 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 are they and, and, and the people that are accepting something other than a snowmobile? I mean, they, they've accepted think, ATVs, but, uh, but, uh, you know, they also have uh, can abs and stuff like that, but, uh, snow bikes is probably something different to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. I think they, I think they like it. They accept it. I mean, they got, they also have like the oval ATV and motocross on the ovals as well so we're not the only uh non-sled thing out there uh it seems seems like they've been been accepting it pretty well i was a skidoo racer myself but before i got into snowbikes so uh it it's i like it to go back there and uh see how, how skidoo puts on an event yeah yeah perfect so okay let's uh let's let's, let's go back to your history of, of of racing you say you're uh you you're, you race snowcross how many race how many years did you race snowcross uh, I started snowcross in, uh, I believe, 20, 2011 was my first first year of snowcross. I only did two events that that year, and then twenty twelve I also I did two or three events, 
And then uh, 2013 is when it really started. I started uh, doing the whole CSRA series uh, every winter with my parents and uh, traveling on the road to try and battle for sports championships and then pro light. And then uh, I got one year in the pro open class uh, as well. Yeah. You, coming from Hearst, you were coming a long way to every single race, uh, other than like some some of the other racers. Uh, uh, none, definitely not as many miles uh, that they were doing compared to what you were doing. <laughs> No, exactly. It was it was it was definitely grueling uh, traveling to all the races. I mean, some of them were closed, but for the for the most part, all of them are are pretty far in southern Ontario. So it was a uh, at least an eight hour drive up to a fourteen hour drive every time we would leave for a race. So that would mean head out Thursday and drive way back Sunday night or Monday morning, and it was uh, it made for some some long long hours in the truck. Yeah. Okay, so talk about the, the the transition. You're you're racing you're, you're racing snowcross. Um, you, you become very familiar with the uh, with the Stuart Hunt uh, family and and and, uh, and the Bailey Racing Team. How did they approach you? Like like did you did you actually ride a snow bike first, and uh, and and they asked you to come on board, or uh, or I mean, you know, three three f- four years ago, snow bikes were were basically an idea back then. Um, did, you know, did they did they say, hey, you want you want to? We're, we're thinking about getting in the snow bike thing. You wanna you wanna give it a try for us? Uh, how how did that go about? Yeah, so they they started yeah exactly four years ago the Bailey team, and I know Derek at Five by Your Motorsports. Uh, he he had a bit a lot of uh, influence in bringing the snow bikes in the series, and as well as Stuart Hunt from Bailey. They they are the one that kind of brought in the race the snow bike racing about four years ago, and uh, they had a racer at the time. And uh, that after that season, uh, the racer went for another team, so they were kind of looking for a guy to fill in that spot. And uh, I was riding motocross the Canadian Nationals that summer, and uh, Stewart gave me a call, asked me if uh, if I'd be interested in in trying the snow bikes. And uh, so so the reason he gave me the call is just having since I had the experience both snowcross and and motocross at, at, at a pro level, kind of, he kind of thought I would uh, suit the snow bike well, and uh, so from then on, I actually got on a snow bike a week early, a week before the first round in Duluth, and uh, I got really short time before heading to my first race on a snow bike. Yeah, that was what three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Okay, so let's 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 that that was one of my questions. Uh, let's let's draw a comparison. I think I was probably at that that event uh, three years ago when they first had the the, the snow bikes. Um, the track to me didn't look very snow bike friendly. Um, com- compare compare the tracks now nowadays. It looks like uh, the track owners are are, are really starting to uh, you know uh, develop the tracks now to to actually suit the snow bikes along with the uh, with the snow cross tracks. How I have how have they uh, evolved for you? Uh, uh, the, the tracks, um, you know, versus the the early years. I mean, honestly, I feel like the tracks maybe maybe they've changed a little bit for us, but for the most part, it's been it's been really the same same tracks. It's just the snow bikes are getting that much better. They're evolving the like our our setups on the bikes are getting that much better, so we can actually make those those obstacles on on a snowcross track. So when we get a a snow bike purpose built track we can we can for sure we can carry a lot more a lot more speed go a lot faster but uh it's it's great now that we can actually 
get over some of the obstacles that sleds get over, uh, I mean, just as fast. But three years ago, there was no way you could do that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I noticed is because uh, you guys are certainly going a lot, a lot faster than you were three years ago over over the jumps and stuff like that. So the uh, there, there's there's various tra- track kits uh, available. Uh, what 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 kit are you running, and, and what bike are you running? So I'm yeah. There's there's a few manufacturers. I'm running the uh, Husqvarna FC450 um, combined with the Yeti Snow MX kit uh, 120SS is their their race kit. You can get longer tracks, shorter tracks, but we run the shorter track kit for for racing purposes. Yeah, it's what no, no there's 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 different various. Uh, have you tried uh, different length, uh, track lengths at, at, at different uh, different uh, races? Uh, uh, is is that you know uh, a good a good thing to do is to to try different uh, longer, shorter uh, track kits um, uh, you know, available for each each kind of track. Yeah, so we we did I did try um, last not two years ago. I did, we did try. There's an available. You can get a 129 or a 137. Now the 129 and 37 are mostly for backcountry riding, but we did try the 129. It was it was all right. I could get around the track. I mean, just as good as a 120. But I was uh, I was using up a lot more energy trying to maneuver the thing, and then it was easier for me to have a shorter kit to get in between, like in a rhythm section. And even cornering was was better on a 120. So now we opted to to stick to the 120 for for any any type of racing. Yeah. Uh, do do the uh, do your does your race kit. Uh... Does it vary at all much from um, a, a production unit, uh, like a, a track-wise or shock-wise? Uh, um, how, how much are you able to uh, to play with the uh, the track kits? No, I mean honestly, the the kit we get from production is basically what I have on my bike right now. We can we uh, we work on altering the suspension settings a lot for to make them better on on that side of things. But as far as the kit is exactly what you buy from production all carbon fiber titanium parts aluminum and uh stage five elka shock so it it's a it's a great kit right out of the box i can say and that's that's exactly what i run on the track yeah does the do the eddy people help you out uh, much or i mean they've got a, they've got a couple riders out there but uh, uh do, are, are they seeing the uh the, the 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 snow bike boom and and they're actually you know thinking you know we, we gotta we gotta help these guys out and make our kit better than the other guys Oh yeah, for for sure. The Yeti guys are are huge help behind this. I mean, we've been working with those guys since I started three years ago. To you know, any any anything we we think can be could be better or we uh, we don't like on them, they they take in all that information and work with us to to make them better. So that yeah, they've been super awesome on that part. And uh, yeah, definitely. The progression wouldn't have been as fast as fast if it wasn't for those guys helping us out. Yeah, for sure. Do do they do much future testing, like uh, for future product with you, or uh, uh, for I mean next year or the the year after? Are, are they experimenting with uh, much other stuff to make these things even more rideable? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do test some uh, some ideas they have. Sometimes we uh, they bring it out to us. We throw it on the kit and uh, put some hours on it at the practice track. Make sure it's. Uh, it's a it's a, cha- a change worth making for the next year, or if it's durable enough for the next year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So y- your bike, um, it's, it's 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 a typical uh, FC four hundred and fifty uh, Husqvarna. 
Um, how much difference do you do in setup compared to a motocross setup uh, as far as uh, en- engine tuning-wise, gearing-wise? What, what, what would one have to do to, uh, to you know, they're thinking about, uh, you know, converting their motocross bike to a snow, a snow bike in, in the wintertime. How much uh, bike prep do you have to do? Uh, it all it all depends what you're looking after, but uh, I mean the main the main thing to the main things to do for setting up your as a snow bike initially is getting uh, stiffer force springs or bumping up the air pressure in your force. That's that's the main thing for sure. If you want the thing to ride properly and feel a lot more comfortable, you definitely need to do that before you get you get started and uh, a thermostat on your coolant system so uh, so you can keep that heat in the engine when it when it not needed to go in the rad so you can keep the engine warm and uh so the fueling the efi works properly that way yeah yeah um what, what about what about uh i mean we, we've we've heard horror stories of how, how much you have to rebuild the motocross bike uh, during season during the motor, motocross season how how often do you have to uh, do engine maintenance uh, uh compared to uh summer motocross racing uh um do you have to do it as much no, I honestly, it's it, I'd say less. I race motocross in the summertime, and uh, uh, like every oil change, summertime the oil is is so dark and it it really falls apart quicker because you get so much heat in summertime. Wintertime, uh, I'm sh- like sure the engine does rev a lot because you're uh, you're hauling you know a bit more weight and the the snow sometimes is deep, but for the oil really stays a lot cleaner and the engine runs cooler so we we don't have to rebuild them as often we we go through them once a season but honestly that's just to be safe you can make it through a full season without without having a an issue yeah um speak of uh, husqvarna do, do they do they ever show up to any races have you ever have you ever heard uh, have you ever seen any uh any reps from any of the manufacturers? I know Yamaha; they, they they kind of go to a few races and and check things out. But do do Husky or uh, or KTM or any? Do you, do you ever see those guys around uh, at the races, just saying uh, thinking about you know possible scenarios how to make their bikes better for this new type of sport? Um, I wouldn't say I've seen them at at the races, uh, at the snow bike races, but. Uh, they are really in, involved with us as far as, as support, and uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I was actually at uh, KTM Canada Husky headquarters this morning, uh, just checking it out. Um, they, it was, they were nice of nice of them to invite me while I was there. I got to check the whole uh, the whole thing out, the race shop. So um, I mean, they're they're definitely they definitely look out after us for for this sport. I mean, their main focus is, of course, is. Uh, the summer motocross stuff and uh, street bikes. So, uh, but uh, I think I think uh, it may strike interest uh, into the near future, and uh, we might get some more support for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, let's see. So, um, the the X Games. Um, congratulations, silver medal. Um, how, how'd that how'd that uh, that week go? You were you were out there for over a week testing. Um, I, I guess that's kind of a, a demand of you of you now that you have to get out there and, and, and test and uh, and get the get your uh, your your fuel injection uh, set up stuff like that for the altitude. Um, how did how did that go? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely 
definitely crucial to do it now. And, and I mean, not, not just the bike, yourself getting used to the elevation. Uh, it's definitely hard to breathe once you get up there. So, uh, yeah, we went down a week there early, uh, did a bunch of testing on the bike, trying to dial in the fuel injection, um, getting myself acclimated to, to the elevation. It definitely, definitely paid off big time. I think the time, uh, where we were actually testing in uh, Crest of Butte, Colorado, we were at uh, 11 some thousand feet of elevation. So it was it was a struggle up there for sure. But I think being that much higher paid off in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, dialing in the, the fuel injection, how do, how does one do that? I guess Derek does all your uh, your, your prep there, but um, it's it's all computerized now, and you, you can kind of play with the settings a little bit. Is he pretty? Uh, is Derek pretty efficient at uh, at doing the uh, the uh, fuel maps and stuff? Yeah, Derek. Derek's really good at that. He takes care of all uh, my suspension and uh, motor work, any kind of any kind of work on the bike. He he can do. So he's he's the one that uh, got that dialed in for me. At, once we got out at elevation, he put some time in on the bike on his dyno uh, at his shop before leaving. Um, got it as close as he could. Uh, got the fuel ignition all all worked up as close as he could and then uh it did some more work on the computer once we got up there and it definitely uh made a big difference to to get it to get it where we want it to be yeah so i guess you're you're just a backcountry right was there a track out there that uh that you, you test on or uh were you just kind of backcountry yeah uh, yeah we were just kind of in the backcountry we had some fun in the backcountry but we also uh so I was able to just uh, find some an open space and just pound in. There's actually uh, a couple other camps, so Yeti guys out there. So we were able to just uh, pound in a pound in a quarter track on a hill and uh, throw in some corners and some like it got as we were riding it got super rough and bumpy. So we it was good practice. We were able to put in some some good motos and do some suspension testing as well. Yeah. So the uh, the uh the X Games uh, format. How do you, uh, you you were you were obviously uh, selected uh, Canadian and you also qualified uh, to uh, to go out there. How how was the qualifying process for uh, for X Games? Yeah, so the qualifier was uh, the weekend, twenty first of December, the weekend before Christmas. So we we had a, a a race at Fargo in Minnesota, the North well, Fargo, North, North Dakota. The weekend before that, so after that, me and Derek headed to the qualifier at ERX in Minnesota, and we were able to get the second place out of the first final there to get a spot, get one of the six spots available uh, for X Games, and that's that's kind of the way we had to do it. Now that we got on the box uh, at X Games this year, we don't have to go to the qualifier next year. We can, we got a straight invite, top three guys straight invite into X year, X Games next year. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. The uh, okay, so so the track there. I, I was looking at the video. It looked like a pretty nice track. Uh, um, uh, one 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 thing I noticed is uh, on the first lap there, uh, um, the the leader uh, was leading was just ahead of you, and you just launched your but your bike over the, over this jump. It all it all it almost looked like you were going to pass him in in uh, in the air there. Um, how how was that track and? Compared to other ISOC races or CSRA tracks, was it was it was it pretty much purpose built for the uh, for the snow bikes? Yeah, exactly. That track was uh, it was exactly it was perfect purpose built for snow bikes. So 
it had a it had a lot more flow to it, kind of like a motocross track. So it was it was a and and they had they turned up the snow really deep, so we weren't worried at all about hitting any ice. So that it was a an amazing track to ride. So honestly, I wish I could go back there next year for the qualifier just just to ride that track because it was a it was a great experience for sure. That they made a good job at doing at building up the track. Yeah, the tracks looked really wide open. Uh, like like the corners looked uh, more exactly. wide wide open and. Uh, you know, exactly. long, longer corners and, and, and not as tuned up uh, jumps and stuff like that. It, it looked like a great track. Um, yeah, definitely suits the snow bikes a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so suspension-wise, what, 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 what do you guys get out of, out of, out of your suspension? What, what, what's the travel length? And Because um, um, they, they still look like they're, I mean, if you compare it to a summer motocross bike, there's not, not much of a comparison as far as uh, suspension travel. Um how how well do they actually work? Do, do they soak up jumps like that, like that jump in, in X Games, when you uh, when, when you sent it over the uh, over that one big jump there? Um, how how uh, how's the landing on those things? <laughs> it's uh yeah the the landings uh it's it, it's kind of like a dirt bike. I mean you got you you do have a lot of travel in, on your suspension, but at the same time uh, you have to make it to the landing. Uh, you can't. Uh, I want to say like coming from sleds i know on a sled you can you can launch off of anything to flat or launch it in the face of the next jump and not having to worry about you're going to get bucked off the thing but on a snow bike it's a lot different you got to be a, a little more calculated and uh hitting your landings properly because you're, you're going to come off for sure it's yeah. a bit more tricky on that side of things yeah yeah you you say you use the 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 elka shocks you find them really good on the uh on the snow bike yeah, they work. They work awesome. We work. We use the uh, Elka shocks on the on the snow bike kit, uh, combined with the Olin's forks on the on cart Olin's uh, spring conversion cartridges and our forks on the bike as well. And uh, that whole package works really great for us. Yeah, how are the Elka people to work with? Are are they get coming out to test with you and stuff like that? And uh, because again, again, it's 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 another it's another uh, motorsport. Uh, uh, you know, you know realm that, that they're getting into are, are they helping you out as far as setting up uh your uh your your track kit um on that on that side of things mainly work uh me and me and derek derek does all the all the suspension tuning on that side of things as far as they they're not really uh not too involved with us on for that derek is a really knowledgeable not not knowledgeable guy on the for, as far as suspension, so he does he does all the all the work for that. I tell him what uh, what I'm feeling, what could be better, and then he he goes and make makes the changes. And uh, it's been we we've we've got the thing a lot better just working together. Yeah, nice, nice. So the X Games, uh, I mean, I, I I was out there in the early years when they had the snowcross, and it was absolutely huge with the spectators, and it it looked like uh, the, the snowcross was the big sport, was the uh, was the premier class how are the snow bikes being accepted uh there at the at the with the x games crowd uh are are, are they really you know adapting to the uh to the, to the snow bikes as far as uh you know the next action sport yeah yeah i think so i mean the the crowd i i, I got to look around a bit when we were when we were just waiting and staging and just sitting on the starting line and we got a really a really big crowd around the whole fence area where the snow bike track was so it's, it's cool to see i think i think the fans are loving it 
it's one uh, one of the motorsports that they have at X Games, like us and freestyle. So I think they really enjoy it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they keep us coming back in the next next few years. Yeah, for sure. Well, it looks like, it looks like it looks that they you know they 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 stick to the. Uh, to the sports that are uh, that are really appealing to the to the youth and their uh, in that demographic. Uh, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So how maybe you, you could you could talk to us about the freestyle? That's something new there. Like, uh, how how easy is it to 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 do tricks on these things now? Uh, you've seen some some you know pretty moderate tricks with the snow bikes, but uh, how 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 easy are they to to maneuver and and, and do tricks? Um, I'm uh, honest. I I haven't tried to do too much tricks on them, but just yeah, yeah. just going off and and uh, launching them on a on a snow jump is one thing. Uh, I like mad respect for those guys to go and send it off a off a ramp and uh, throw themselves and do a trick in the air. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. I mean, um, of course, it's just moderate tricks so far, but the guys are the guys are doing backflips on them already, and the one guy was. Almost landed a front flip, so it, that's crazy to see. And uh, I think they're in for they're going to keep pushing the limits, and uh, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. So uh, the uh, the X Games uh, race. Um, um, do you want do you want to walk us through the uh, the the the, uh, the the day of uh, of, uh, of uh, your heat race and, and final? Um, to, how'd the how'd the day go for you uh, as far as uh, you know qualifying and then make it to the final? Yeah, I mean the day the day was uh, I mean, it went really well. It's pretty still pretty unreal. We crazy to think we got a medal, but uh, yeah, I started off uh, started off in the morning with uh, a practice. Practice went went well. Qualifying session, I think I was fourth fastest time in qualifying, so that was really good for me. Uh, got my confidence up, and uh, I was I was ready for some racing in the afternoon. And then in the afternoon, we got started with the heat race. Uh, I got right off the start. I got into got into second place, and uh, just held there behind uh, Cody Matichuk, and he was pulling away from me. And I mean, I was I was riding as pretty hard, but at the same time, it was just a qualifier, so I didn't want to do anything stupid and uh, to miss my spot in the final. We had to get top six to make it to the final, so that was that was the ultimate goal. So I was running second, and then on the last lap, he had a huge get-off with another a down rider on a landing. He was really lucky that, and then they both walked away from it. But So he went down. I, was, I went around him on the last lap and got the heat race win. I mean, I was, I was stoked on that. Still, I mean, I, I, the guy went down, so it wasn't like hard, hard fought or nothing, but it was a heat race win, so I, I was pretty happy about that. And then so I, that gave me first gate pick for the final. So I was able to pick a, a decent spot in the final on the inside, and from there got an okay start into well, I mean, a pretty good start into fourth, third or fourth, and then on the first couple corners, I was able to make my way into third. A guy went down in front of me on the second lap, made found my way in second place, and from then on, I was just getting pressured from behind from guys like Darren Mees. I was able to hold on, and then Rock Warrior came on pretty strong at one point, and I. I just pushed as hard as I can, as I could, to get away from him, and then I kind of wasn't hearing his bike anymore. <laughs> we got the white flag, and then I was, I knew I, could, I looked back, I had a decent gap to third, I knew I could make it happen, and I just kind of played it safe on the last lap and 
cruised in for uh had the checker fly for a second and then i was i was just so ecstatic uh my team was waiting for me at the at the starting line everyone was so pumped it was it was a crazy feeling yeah it's cool that's a that's a, that's a great job yeah your, your, your competition it looks like there's a a good i mean on on any given day you take that field that was at the x games there's probably six guys that could have won that day um oh easy yeah and um you know and and, and they and they all have um uh the, the, the different the difference between these these riders these riders and yours I guess they're they're kind of more full time. Um, you look at Cody Matichuk and Brock Hoyer and, and stuff. Those guys are full time. Um, um, you know, uh, off, you know, off 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 trail riders out, out west are um, they're, they're they're specialists really on the snow bikes. Um, how do you, how do you find comp- competing against uh, these guys? Uh, um, you know, full-time specialists and, and stuff. And uh, um, how are how are you uh, you know adapting to uh, to getting your your laps in and stuff like that for 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 you know getting better? Yeah, for sure. They those guys have been uh, they've been around since I mean pretty much since the sport started. So they they have yeah. a lot of experience on snow bikes. So uh, it's uh it's cool to get to race against those guys and uh, learn learn what they do and. Uh, the, the how they how they go so fast on the track and and then and we got to I got to race against them on a nice hawk race before X Games at the right the start of New Year so it was kind of cool to gauge gauge ourselves there and then uh, after that the, the whole month leading up to X Games I just put in a lot of work uh, putting in the laps putting in the work in the gym and just I made sure I was 100% ready to go when uh, when X Games came around so I could battle with those guys. Yeah. So, what do you see? Uh, what do you see in the future? What do you have to do to uh, to put it on the uh, the top of the box? Uh, just keep uh, keep working at it. Keep doing what we're doing, and keep progressing things as far as the kit. And uh, I mean, ma- making myself as best as I can on the track. And I think we can we can get put it on the top spot. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah. Is with 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 the rules uh, for for the snow bikes, are you able to? Uh, to do any kind of experiment, experimentation, uh, you know, as far as, um, I mean, l- l- taking it to the next level uh, for, for the kits and stuff like that, uh, are, are you able to do anything like that? Um, I mean, we're allowed to do some some stuff, but there's still a set of rules we got to follow as yeah. far as uh, geometry and motor. So, um, yeah, there is some stuff that's allowed, but the rules aren't, um, I wouldn't say they're not full full-on set like sleds so we still have a lot of stuff we can experiment with but uh especially for x games we we kind of have to stick to production production stuff and but uh at the practice track we still get to try try different different things that we maybe could work maybe not and we get to keep at least keep uh pushing the limits of the sport i think that's important so the, the sport keeps oh for sure yeah. uh keeps yeah keeps going so where do you see uh, the, the next uh, progression in, in, in the uh, in the technology for for snow bikes? Where do you see the next big thing coming from? Um, uh, yeah, honestly, I, I'm not sure. It's uh, uh, it's kind of kind of a surprise. I'm not not really sure where where else they can. They're already so good, but I know I know that for sure it's going to keep growing. But I'm just not sure what area uh, would be next. Uh, to make them better. Can you put bigger shocks in? Like, have you tried, like, not, not not for your racing, but for testing, have you tried putting bigger, longer shocks in to maybe, you know, 
make it, making it more uh, like like supercross kind of type uh, uh, you know suspension where you have a, a longer a more longer travel of have, have you tried is there any opportunity to, uh, to do anything like that is to uh, so that you guys can get bigger air and you know make it more make it more you know like supercross where uh, you, I mean you can you can air it out and and uh, no worries of, uh, of of breaking the bike kind of thing uh, with uh, with longer shocks. Uh, yeah, no, we, I haven't really gotten a chance to test with, uh, with longer shocks. We've tested with, uh, different products to make the shocks a lot stiffer so they can handle those, uh, those bigger jumps for sure. And I mean, as far as, as long as we got a good, good landing and we can, we can, we got a good run up to, to the jump, we can, we can make those big jumps that, that some of the sleds are doing. So it, it's really good even right now, but that's definitely something we, we, we could look, uh, look into in the, in the future and, and keep uh, and keep progressing that side of things. Yeah. What about the uh, the front end, the ski technology? How is that coming along? That, that's really, really good. And uh, the ski, the Yeti ski is uh, is one of the best skis out there. The The way it's uh, it's shaped with two cups and uh, a skeg in the middle and one on each side, it really works well in any type of condition. And uh, it was super, it carved super hard. So it, it's, it holds the ground better than a wheel on a dirt bike, honestly. So you can, you can lean the bike right over to where your bar is dragging the ground and you know that thing's not going to break loose. Yeah. Of course, on ice, on icy situations or where there's low snow, that's a, a different story. But when there's snow, you're definitely not worried about that thing letting, letting out. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So what's, uh, what do you, what do you got coming up in the, in the future for races? Um, uh, looks like you got a you got a big race coming up in uh, Barrie, Ontario. Um, what else? What else you got coming? Yeah, yeah, going on. Uh, talk, talk to us about your future uh, future races coming up. Uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be going back and forth to uh, the CSRA races and the ISOC races, I guess, because uh, you're you're right in the midst of the points of the ISOC series too, aren't you? Yeah, we're we're sitting second place in points right now, so we're definitely uh, definitely in contention for that championship so we're going to keep go, keep going at it over there and uh, yeah it's, it's going to be a busy busy couple couple months ahead of us like i think i have races every weekend until the end of march if uh if i really wanted to so it, it's definitely going to be busy we got barry coming up next weekend and then after that new york and after new york new york we're heading for uh to heading to ottawa for uh CSRA race there, and then I finally get to go back home in, in between Ottawa and Timmins. So I'll get back home for uh, for a week, so it'll be nice to go back home. I haven't been back back home since uh, since Christmas, so <laughs> it'll be nice to go back home and spend some time with the family, uh, work a bit with the family business out there, and uh, and then we go to Timmins, which is it's nice too because uh, it's a close one for me. Yeah, and a close one. It's still three hours, but I get lots of friends and family. I come out there, and uh, it's it's awesome to show them. Uh, my progression every year when they come out there. Yeah, for 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 sure. For sure. Um, um, you have a, a a kind of a invitational race coming up in Barry. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a dash for cash, and you guys race against the sleds. How do you like doing that? Like, is is that a little bit intimidating? Uh, having a having a sled uh, racing side by side with you, or uh, how do you, how do you like doing those things? I mean, it's good cash, but uh, how is it uh, how is it to race with? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, the sleds are. Uh... They're twice the weight as us, so it it's a bit scary getting slammed by one of those. But uh, I like it. It's it's cool. It makes it. I think it makes it super exciting for the fans as well, and it puts on a good show. And then at the same time, we're racing uh, 
for a good amount of cash, so everyone everyone's going for it. So I'm excited about that. Um, we'll get to do that this weekend in Barrie, so that that should be fun. And uh, I mean, snow bikes, snow bikes are fast. So I mean, we look at lap times every every weekend at the snow cross tracks, and we're we're posting faster lap times than than the top pro sleds. So uh, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. If I recall, you you uh you you won the last dash for cash, didn't you? Uh no, we got so they had one in Lindsay. I wasn't yeah. there to attend that. I wasn't there for that one, and then we had one in Lindsay last year. And uh, I was I was in the final round with uh, my teammate and uh, another guy, another snowbike guy from the states, uh, Jesse Kirschmeyer. But uh, I went down in that final round. I laid it over in a corner, so I kind of blew it on my yeah. part on that. So yeah, but. Uh, We'll be looking for retaliation this year. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's nice to nice to make the catch. I mean, uh, I think I think the perception is that uh, you know in the early in in the early uh, you know couple years there that uh, the snow bikes were slow, they didn't jump, they were boring, and uh, and you know th- three years that was three years ago. But but nowadays, like like you say, I mean these these bikes are beating the snowcross bike the snowcross sleds on on the very snowcross track. So. Uh, Nobody can give them a bad rap over over that now. I mean, the, the the bikes are. I mean, I've noticed it myself. It's just the, the progression of the bikes and the speed and the lap times have all have all uh, grown so grown so much over the past couple of years. And it's good to see it. You know, uh, they're, they're, and they're a ton of fun. You know, anybody who's tried a bike is you know they're a ton of fun. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's pretty crazy that that we that like you say three years ago I was looking at well. Four years ago, I was looking at them too, and it was like, man, like, like they're barely going around the track. This is this is going nowhere. And uh, to now, three years later, I'm I'm on one, and I'm going faster than than the top sled. So it, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild on a snowcross purpose built track too. Like if if it be a snow bike purpose built track, we would we would blow by sleds. But uh, we carry so much corner speed. That's the the biggest the biggest difference we can. Sleds have almost have to come to a stop when they corner and uh, maneuver the thing and then get get on it. Where we can we can carry carry speed through corners and just keep on the throttle. So that makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I think we we uh, we, we covered most of everything. Um, how about talking about your sponsors there? Your 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 sponsors for uh, for your race team there and uh, the the, uh, the crew behind it. Uh, tell tell us who's all behind your effort there. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for for all the amazing people uh, that got me here, the all our amazing sponsors uh, for all their huge support. I mean, the the team Bailey Motorsports for bringing me on three years ago. I'm I'm super thankful for those guys. Derek at Fly By You Motorsports for everything everything he does for me. Uh, Rockstar Energy Drink, Yeti Snow MX for the Wicked Kits, Motul for uh, awesome lubricants and. Uh, Central Marine Muskoka, the compound Muskoka for a great practice track out here in Bracebridge, and uh, just everyone else, St. Andre Recreation, Husqvarna Motorcycles, uh, C3 Power Sports, Flow Motorsports, HMK USA, like awesome snowbike gear, Tech Vest for awesome jerseys, Scott Motorsports for goggles and Deaf Family Gloves, and uh, just, yeah, every, everyone that supports the program uh, makes it... Uh, Makes it that much easier for us to go faster. Yeah, maybe you should explain what Bailey is. I mean, uh, we're we're seeing you up on the podium on the uh, on the live stream for uh, for the ice sock races and stuff like that. But uh, who is Bailey? Yeah, so uh, Bailey uh, is Bailey Metal Products is a Stewart Stewart's company. 
that he uh, he's president at, and he he's he's the founder of Bailey Motorsports, and but yeah, so he's basically the the guy that that runs the runs the show at the team Bailey Motorsports team. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Great, 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 great good, good on those guys. They've been around a long time too. So, uh, you know, uh, you got you got a young teammate with you uh, running beside you too. How's how's he coming along? Yeah, he's 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 doing good. He's actually racing. He's racing sleds and and snow bikes. So he's kind of getting his feet wet in snow bikes. He got he he got started last year uh, riding his sled and both the snow bikes on race day. And uh, this year, like he he's progressed a lot he's put in some time at the practice track uh getting better on the snow bike and uh i'd be i wouldn't be surprised for him to just switch full-time snow bikes in the near future <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's pretty tough doing both i'll tell you you gotta you gotta learn your craft on uh on 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 one or the other so uh hopefully he, he yeah exactly he, he picks one yeah i mean he's 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 darn good at both of them um but uh yeah, for you, sure. you might you might have to, you might have to pick pick one and uh and concentrate because, like, say, you guys, you guys are not, uh, you guys are not slowing down. You and Kirchmeier and uh, and Natachuk and and, uh, and Hoyer, you know, you guys are, you know, you're full time. So, uh, you know, and, and and getting faster and faster. So uh, you gotta you gotta learn which one you want to do and uh, and stick to it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta put in the time to go with those, run with those guys for sure. Yeah. So talk, talk about Bear, Derek Utley. Uh, he's, he, uh, he's, uh, I, I've, I've known him for, for, for a few years. Um, he, he really has been a, a big advocate and pusher of, of, of the snow bikes in, in, in Canada. Um, what, what, what drives him to, uh, to, to do, to do that? I mean, uh, he, he really took a flyer and, uh, has, has really succeeded in, uh, really becoming one of the snow bikes experts. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, like I said earlier, he's, he kind of got started with Stu three years, uh, four years ago. Had this this idea of racing these things, and uh, he's he's always been uh, huge into motorcycles. And uh, he was racing, he was working for Stu as a as a sled mechanic, as a snowcross sled mechanic. And then uh, when the snow bikes came around, he, he's the one that brought on the idea and uh, worked on getting the initial setup to get him get him out on the track. And he he just kind of kind of like fell in love with them and has been pushing he just went from then he kind of went on full full snow bike his focus mostly on snow bikes so from then he was able to really progress things and uh he put on ride days uh near his area so can, people can come and try out so he's been really really helping the progression of snow bikes and pushing uh sh- getting it out there so people can can try them and uh get more familiar with them yeah good for him i mean he, he succeeded well i mean uh, who could have thought that they were going to take off the way as, as 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 much as they did you know kind of thing so uh yeah good good for him to uh to stick to it and and, and really uh, uh evolve the sport as, as as much as it has because uh i think we all we've all seen uh the, uh, the on the snowcross side um you know the the uh the numbers have, have have gone down a little bit but with the snow bikes i mean you're you're getting 20 20 plus uh, snow bikes uh, per per uh, per race now, and and that's a good thing when you can keep bringing in uh, these new these new sports. It uh, just keeps the keeps the promoters happy and it keeps the uh, keeps the money flowing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As long as it's good, if the numbers keep going up, then that, that, that's awesome. So we're gonna uh, keep keep advertising it as long well so more people can join. The more, the better. Yeah, the sport the sports going going. So the sport keeps going. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. 
Okay, Yannick, I, I really appreciate it. I think we've, we've taken up enough of your time. You're parked on the side of the highway, I think. And uh, so uh, <laughs> yeah. we, should, we should let you get off the highway there. And uh, uh, it, 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 it was a little bit of a challenge to, to track you down. I started tracking you down uh, X Games time, and, uh, and you just kept on going from race to race to race. So we finally, I, finally yeah. got, I finally got you on a day, uh, day where you're traveling back home. So, uh, so that's, that's good. I really appreciate uh, talking to you, and uh, thanks for your time, and good luck this weekend. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, it's a bit hard to get a hold of because I've been pretty busy, but uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for contacting me and uh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was a pleasure. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Oh, oh, yeah, Nick, uh, where, where where can people contact you? Where can they see you? Guys, you, you, you have you got social media where people can uh, can, can look into your uh, to your uh, profile yeah. And stuff? Yeah, I got I got uh, they can follow me at uh, I got an athlete page on on Facebook at at Yannick Boucher, and then uh, as well on Instagram. Yannick Boucher again, so uh, follow me on that, and you'll see uh, see all the cool stuff we're up to, and all the all the racing we do, and then you can follow the Bailey Motorsports page as well on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, he uh, all the updates are on there as well. So yeah, yeah, that's a good way to find. And then you're gonna be in, you're gonna be in Barrie this weekend, and uh, and then at the uh, the ISOC uh, uh, New York round uh, the uh, the following uh, the following. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone's in the area and wants to come out, come check out some racing and uh, check some snow bikes out, and yeah, come on out and uh, come by the trailer and check the snow bikes too. Like anything, uh, don't be shy to come and talk. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Yannick, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and have a have a great weekend. And uh, and uh, we look forward forward to seeing you in the in down down the road there. Awesome. Thank you very much.